Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Arnott with Amy Wees. And this is Seller Roundtable number 33. And today we're doing a super special episode. Uh, we're giving you the top 10 things to do in Q4 to crush it. Amy, are you excited? Yes, I'm so excited for Q4 because everybody always gets super nervous, but super excited and we have big sales days and yes, so I'm excited to be able to help everybody crush it, as you said. Yeah, you say absolutely. it much better than me. Crush it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so um, I'm excited too for Q4. I love watching my bank account fill up. That's my favorite part of it, I have to admit. I mean, I enjoy some of the other parts, but the bank account going ka-ching, ka-ching is the most fun for sure. All right, guys. Well, let's, uh, let's get it started. So, um, Amy, uh, as, as usual, um, you know, found, the, found what I, I missed, which was the most, one of the most important things, which is the first thing you want to do is make sure your listing is optimized. I know we, we like grind that into your brains probably every single episode, but the reason we do that is because people do not realize you wonderful people, some of you wonderful people, some of you do, some of you don't realize how important that is. And, um, you know, one, one of the main things, of course, your, your title, um, your, your uh, bullet points, your description, but you also want to go back in, um, as Amy also added to the, the list here, is you want to make sure all the fields are filled in. So many people, I, I would say probably, um, you know, 90%, if not more of sellers do not fill in those extra fields. And what you don't realize is that those extra fields are going to index usually some will, some won't, but a majority uh, of them will. And yes. that, that'll give you extra, you know, extra search uh, exposure. So the best thing to do to check whether or not your listing is optimized is try to find your product as the customer mm. type your main keyword into the Amazon search bar. Mm. And if you can't find your listing organically, neither can the customer. <laughs> yep. So you can always make improve. Now, if you type in your main keyword and you're right there on page one, we want you to be very careful about optimizing what's called the front end of your listing. Because if you make major changes to your title, your bullets, your description, you make major changes. Now you can add little pieces. You can add to the end of a bullet. You can add to your description. You can add to all of those beautiful back end fields, which I'm gonna tell you which fields to fill in. But you, if you re-optimize all of it, and let's say you're organically on page one, Amazon goes, um, Time to re-index, time to hit the reset button, and suddenly you might not be able to find your listing anymore. So be really careful. If you're already on page one, that's your test, right? If you look for your, your, your listing for your main keyword, and don't put in your brand name, unless you're running major external traffic and your brand name is super popular, then you should totally look for your brand name, <laughs> make sure you're showing up. But put in your main keyword, and you know if we're searching for a water bottle well then you know you want to use a long tail obviously but if you look for your long tail keyword and you're on page one well then you're probably doing okay you can always optimize those back end fields but if you're not on page one if you're on page 15 <laughs> if you're beyond page three 
you might want to look into some listing optimization. Time to get to work. Time to get to work. Time to hit the reset button, right? Which we're going to talk all about like what to do when you hit the reset button because we're going to crush Q4 during this episode. Absolutely. So, but let's talk about those backend fields. Shall yeah. We? So, so yeah, so absolutely. So one of the, one of the kind of pro tips that I'm going to give you guys is what you want to do is go on Amazon and search for your product, just like Amy was saying. And then on the left side, you want to look at filters. Some products will have uh, filters, some will not. But for example, here, I'm going to go in and type in, let's see here. Uh, let's, let's figure out, uh, let's do a USB hub. Let's see if, if that will uh, give us any, any, um, any great. Okay. Yeah, here we go. So if you, you can follow along at home, ladies and gentlemen, type in USB hub at Amazon. And then on the left side there, scroll down, you'll see brand, you'll see number of networking hub ports. You'll see connectivity type. You'll see computer activity type. You'll see hub platform support. You'll see all these different things. Now uh, on the front, you know, uh, when you look at this, you're like, yeah, so what, you know, big deal. Well, it is a big deal because now if I go down here and I say, okay, I only want ones that are wireless and your, your uh, hub is wireless, but you haven't gone in the back end and specified that, you might get filtered out of this search. So you wanna make sure that any of those filters that are relevant to your product are included in that back end. Now generally we'll, where you'll find those will be in the, I think it's the um, extras tab, I forget what the More details. More, More details. details, thank you Amy. The more details tab. And sometimes that can be a really, really long one and you have to dig for it but just search for it, uh, control F uh, on your keyboard and, and search for, um, you know, whatever that uh, accessory, you know, that, that uh, type of, of uh, soda connectivity type, you would just hit control F and type, start typing connectivity, and it should show you uh, that option. And so that's one of the first things you, you, that you guys want to do. If you're, you're, if you're like, well, my, my listing's optimized, but you don't have all that stuff in there, well, it's not optimized and you're missing out on huge opportunities. Once people start filtering, then your product drops off if you don't have those included. And Andy, did you know that on desktop, you, aren't, you can kind of stay in the all categories unless you click like one of the subcategories. Yep. Mm -hmm. But if you're on mobile... Amazon auto filters in many cases. Yep. So if you're not filling out the back end of your listing and you don't have that USB connectivity type in there mm -hmm. and the customers auto filtered when they're shopping on mobile, cause a lot of people shop on mobile, right? Especially during Q4. Yep. Well, then you, you might not get good search results. You might not show up in search results. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. All right, Amy, I think we've covered that. Anything else you want to add? Um, just make sure that on your keywords tab, okay, your search terms field, you can skip platinum keywords. Skip those. Nobody's a platinum merchant. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but search term fields, make sure word, space, word, space, word. Don't use commas in there. You don't need, you don't need to repeat the words that are already in the customer facing side of your listing. You could put some misspellings in there, you know, all kinds of great stuff, but you have 249 bytes to put in there. Word space, word space, word. Do not put commas and stuff. And then fill out the subject matter and intended use fields. And a really great place to find information for that is the same place that Andy just mentioned on the left side there of Amazon's search results, you'll see stuff like different categories and things like that. Well, you know, you might, you might see, you might be selling a serving tray or a, you know, a water bottle or something. And you might not have like 
one of the subcategories might be industrial. And you might not have that anywhere in your listing. I mean, why would you put industrial by your water bottle, right? But uh, you could put that in the intended use or subject matter field and you might show up for some more searches. So definitely um, utilize those fields to give you ideas. I also use the product classification tool sometimes to do that. You just type it in the Amazon search bar product classification tool and uh, classify your products with product classifier, I think is what it's, it says. And you can get in there. And what you do is you just type in your product type, right? So water bottle, whatever, right? And it's gonna show you all the possible categories that that product could show up underneath. And then you can start taking some of those words from those categories and put those in your intended use and subject matter fields. And um, it's definitely helpful for uh, your organic placement. So yep, that would yep. be the end of the listing optimization tips for Q4. <laughs> Fantastic, Amy. Yep. I think you covered it all. Um, so um, there was actually something I was thinking of, but I, it, it, it went, it, it flittered away. So we'll go, we'll go to the next one. If I think but of it, what I, about I, I gifts though, Andy, what about gifts? So do you know what most people do on their gifts bullet? You mean like animated gifts? No, like G I F T S. I know. Like I know. Christmas gifts, right? Gotcha. Yes. So yes. what a lot of people do is they will, fill up their bullets. They'll say, this is the, the, you know, this makes a great gift for teachers, bosses, mothers, daughters, everything. Right. And then they say like birthday, holiday, Christmas, and they're trying to like rank for everything. Right. But you're going to be much better off if you go into the Amazon search bar and you start typing in. So let's say that you're selling a, um, a pen, a really fancy ink pen. And um, do you think that would make a good Christmas gift for writers? Well, maybe like there's, there's people that, you know, love pens, you know, whatever, but Christmas gift for secretaries, whatever, but start typing that in, start typing in Christmas gifts for, and see what comes up and see what your product fits best underneath in the suggestions in the search bar and use that phrase in your listing instead of just saying, you know, makes a great Christmas gift, birthday gift, because you're not going to, you're not going to rank that way. Whereas yep. if you're selling a beanbag chair for kids, well, then this would probably make a really great kids Christmas gift. But what is that search phrase that goes along with, is it best gifts for the kids room? Is it stocking stuffers? What is it? And actually use the Amazon search bar for those suggestions and include that in your listing or in your listing back end. Yep. And that way you can then run PPC on that stuff, which we're about to get to, and um, hopefully be able to rank for awesome gift keywords. All right. Yeah, yeah Amy, that's a great point too. You want to, um, when, you're, when you're targeting holiday keywords, you want to make sure that you're um, picking just like one or two, exactly what Amy's saying. If you try to go too wide, if you try to say like, this is a gift for everyone, you know, it's not going to work. You want to really uh, kind of laser focus down on your, on your niche and also on your, on your uh, marketing because that's, you know, uh, if you focus down on, on a, on a couple keywords rather than like 10 or 20, that's when you're going to, you know, see some great movement there. Hey, so Andy, one of the, yes. yeah, Harsha had a question and she said, will the position of the listing in the Amazon search results page be the same everywhere in the U S at one point in time? Okay. And I I'm, have to say, no, it depends on so many different things, including what a lot of people don't know, which is stock levels. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have enough, a lot of people will send such small amounts in of their product and Amazon cannot fulfill it. 
to California or they cannot, they don't have it at enough of their fulfillment centers to fulfill with Prime. So if that customer is searching Prime, for example, and you only have your product in fulfillment centers in Florida or something, right? And there's a customer in California, but you only have 10 units. Well, then that customer in California will not see your product in search results. And that's the reason why it's important to send enough in where products can be distributed across all of the fulfillment centers. Otherwise, you will not make as many sales and you will not show up in all search results. Harsha, you can actually see this like up close and personal, like on your own computer. If you open an incognito tab and do a search, a lot of times it'll be different than what your normal browser sees because it's customizing the search, not only to like Amy was saying, a ton of different factors, but also personalizing it to your, your shopping habits, like your personal shopping habits, which are kind of creepy, but that's what they're doing. They're doing thousands of tests every day on how to optimize uh, conversions. The one thing I forgot to mention, Amy, that I wanted to mention. So um, you're exactly right on the back end. You don't want to repeat stuff unless you're trying to, I always call it the crowbar method. If you're not um, indexing for something that you have on the front end, even if you've got it repeated a couple times, try and put it in the back end. Um, sometimes that will actually get you indexed for that important phrase. So something to think about to try if you, if you can't, uh, can't get indexed on the front end. Great tip. All right, we're, we're on to number two. N number one, wow, we went pretty in-depth in on, on that. I was thinking that was going to be a, a quick one, but we always, uh, always find stuff to, 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 to scrape up and we get great questions as well. So thank you guys. All right, next, PVC, which of course you guys all know is one of my favorite things. So when you're, when you're coming into the holidays, make sure start, start spooling up right now. Uh, so many people wait till like, you know, the prime shopping season. And what you don't realize is you've got to build rank for those keywords right now. Like I start all my marketing in October one, uh, is, is like a little too late. Like, right. Like this week, I'm actually starting to spin up all my offsite traffic stuff and all my PVC stuff right now, because it's going to take a few weeks for those keywords to actually start indexing, um, and, and to start building rank because, uh, right now, if you go into PVC, you know, if you type in, you know, gift for mom, that data is going to be inaccurate because it's looking at the previous few months or whatever. I, you know, nobody, Amazon doesn't tell you what they're looking at, but you know, it's probably been the last 30 to 60 days, something like that. So th that data is going to be incorrect. So you want to start gathering your own data right now, um, you know, in terms of like how much to bid, things like that. Uh, so, so start that now. The other thing that you want to do and this is the other reason why you want to start it now um, is you want to target all the different types of campaigns uh, and targeting that there are now. And there's a ton of different ones. Seems like Amazon's bringing a new one out like every month. But as of right now, we've got, if you're brand registered, you want, you know, you got, you got your brands, uh, you know, your headline ads, you got your uh, product like on page ads, you got keyword ads, you got sponsored display, which they just uh, rolled out in beta for uh, a lot of people have it. Uh, some don't, but if you have it, that's uh, of course something else you want to test. And then auto campaigns, those should all be testing for, for each one of your niches. You should be spinning those up and starting to see what's working now. So as you get closer to uh, the prime shopping days that you can, you can turn dials, you know, turn down what's not working, turn up what's working. Um, and, and also, like I said, building that rank and that keyword, you know, the keyword rank right now. So that when you get into that prime season, you're not behind the, the eight ball because guys Andy. like me are spinning it up right now and getting ranked now. And that's why you're like, how the hell is this guy ranked on the first page for the best holiday keywords? It's because I start now. Um, yes, Andy, though, do you know what most of our listeners are thinking when you say that? What are they thinking? They're thinking, but so much money. 
Andy. Okay. How will I make money, Andy? Okay, if so. If I spin up four million campaigns, the spend will be redonkulous. Okay, so Andy. you you of course wanna you wanna keep track of your spend, but what so many people don't realize with PPC is PPC is a long game. It, it's like you you can't if you're if you're afraid to spend um, up front, you're not gonna see the results uh, on the back end. It's a it's a it's a hill. It's a hill, not like a snowball going down a hill. It's uphill. It's a slow climb. Um, so, you know, a lot of times, like I've talked about this before on launches, we'll go in the reds, you know, sometimes two months, sometimes even six months, because we know that the four years after that, or the 10 years or whatever the, the product life cycle is going to be on that product is going to return us like a hundred X of what we spent up front. So that's how you guys have to look at that. You really, really need to uh, look at it as a, as a long game. Because once you start converting for a keyword, um, you are going to, was that you ringing? Not me. I don't know. I, I'm not ringing. Oh, I thought. No, I am. No. <laughs> I, I have okay. No idea. So once you start converting for a keyword, this is what a lot of people don't realize. Once you start converting for a keyword, even if you lower your bid, Amazon will still keep you in that top position because you're converting and the search engine wants to make people happy. So if you're already converting your competitors, it's really hard to take a top position on a keyword from a competitor if they were converting in that position. So if they're converting at the top of the page, Amazon's going to keep them there. And even if you test it, you can continue to lower your bid and Amazon will still keep you there as long as you are continuing to convert. So that's the thing is, yeah, Andy's saying I'm spending a bunch of money to get there on the keywords where it matters. We're not telling you to try to rank for, 400 right. keywords for one right. product. We're trying to get you to get the data so that you're like, okay, for these three keywords, I'm converting every time and I'm maintaining awesome placement. Yep. And that's where once you do that, you know, once you do that testing, you get those winners, then that's where you just max out your, 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 your budget. So that's another huge mistake people don't do is they budget out when, when those, when it's a profitable campaign, you never, ever, 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 ever want to budget out on a profitable campaign, especially not during Q4. So we got a couple questions, Amy, in the in the in the chat. Um, well, yeah. Tiffany Tiffany says this is mind blowing. Thank you, Tiffany. We appreciate that. I hope it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so Tiffany, uh, a good ACOS. That's um, so. So the first thing you're going to want to do there, of course, is find your break even ACOS. Um, if you don't know how to do that, we've done previous episodes on that. We've also, uh, you know, a, a quick Google search will also uh, get you the answer to that. You, you want to know what your break-even ACOS is. Uh, once you do that, uh, then there's kind of three uh, different phases of PPC. There's the launch phase, which generally your your ACOS is going to be fairly high. I mean, you're talking, you know, up to 100, 200%. It just depends on your strategy. Um, and then, you know, once you you do that, then you're you're um, into um, you know, kind of the, the, um, maintenance phase, the testing maintenance phase. And then kind of the last phase is, um, you know, where you're, you're, uh, optimizing for, for profit. So, um, you know, there's kind of different phases and different ways of doing PPC. And, and so ACOS is, um, uh, a data point, but not necessarily one that you want to always, um, follow because a lot, what a lot of people don't know is you might be getting an ACOS of 50%, but because you're, you, the, those keywords are ranking, you're getting uh, more organic sales. So that ACOS is actually a lot lower in terms of, you know, sales and profit uh, at the end. So think about that. 
All right. Um, let's see. Did we go everything for PBC, Amy? I, I'm not thinking. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I want. Well, to what about specific? Are there specific Q4 keywords that you should be pivoting towards? Well, yeah. I mean, so so you know, of course, there, there's like you're saying, there's there's a lot of different keywords. You know, use use various keyword tools to sell our SEO. Uh, Chrome extension will give you some good ones. Um, uh, keywordtools.io or keyword, is it keyword tools? Uh, keyword, hold on. Uh, keyword, what is it? But we're not just looking for our main supporting product keywords during Q4. We're yep. thinking about customer buying habits. Exactly. So as Andy has mentioned before, some of his products, he can sell them under Christmas keywords seasonal keywords during Q4 and they just sell like mad under that keyword. So if you find a unique keyword, so maybe your, your product is like the best Christmas gift for grandmas or something, you know, I don't know, but you want to find a long tail seasonal keyword if you can for your product. Like obviously, you know, if you're selling our favorite example product, a water bottle, that might be hard to do. But maybe that water bottle fits perfectly into a bike water bottle holder better than any other one. And you're going to become the best Christmas gift for bikers, whatever. Yep. I don't know. Or but cyclists. Exactly. But you definitely want to think about, okay, why would people buy my product during Q4? Think about what, how you shop during Q4, right? Why would people buy your product and what would they be searching for? When they're buying your product, you need to find those keywords and those keywords need to get added to your listing backend and or front end, and they need to get added to your PPC campaigns and you need to start spinning them up now, as Andy mentioned, so you can start gaining some traction for them and then you can crush it during Q4, yep. right? Yeah. So keyword, keyword tool.io is the other one I was going to mention. Um, uh, Uber suggest, uh, there's a lot of different keyword tools out there. Uh, there's yeah. a ton of great free ones. I know there's paid ones, but honestly, uh, for this type of research, um, uh, you don't, you, you can use a lot of the free ones, uh, sellrco.com slash Chrome is the, the sellrco extension. That one's free as well. Um, so just start doing a research, make a list. And I would say, um, you know, make a list of five to 10, um, if you can get that many, of, you know, keywords for your, uh, you know, holiday keywords for your product. Now, remember, just like Amy mentioned earlier, you don't want to go too wide. You want to try to pick, you know, especially with like, like your PPC. And if you're doing offsite traffic with two-step URLs, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you want to get really focused so that those, you know, you get traction quickly, because if you go too wide, um, you won't get as, as much momentum and you probably won't rank organically for too many keywords if you go after too many. So uh, keep that in mind. And then Dan is asking, he said, I think I'm late to the party here. Do I have time to launch a product before the gifting season if I don't even have an account yet? <laughs> well, it's going to, it's going to be rough. You could do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes Amazon limits FBA, um, uh, people sending stuff to FBA. So I don't know. In what, certain categories, in right? In certain categories, so like, if yeah, you're, like toys if, and. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't, if you haven't sent anything in yet, you will be prevented from sending in um, stuff during Q4. So the best thing to do is, 
Dan, if you're wanting to start your, you know, Amazon journey, that's okay. And we, you mentioned you started by sourcing small. So sourcing small is a great way to do that. But uh, what you want to do is create your account and then make sure that you're able to send in inventory. So you can create your listing, right? And then you can try to send in, you can try to create that shipment to send in that inventory. And uh, as long as you don't have any problems with that, then you're good to go. I see a lot of people really kind of freak out about, oh my gosh, I have to get my products in there by Q4. I've got to get it done. And they're brand new sellers. And often because there's so much competition and there's sellers like Andy who are spinning up in October, they get their products live and they get overwhelmed really quick because they're like, what is going on? Advertising so expensive. I'm having trouble ranking for keywords. So I like to remind people, you can make really great sales all year round. And, you know, if you're brand new to this, it's okay. You don't have to be in a hurry and feel like the only time I'm ever going to make sales is Q4. Yes, Q4 is great, but I have definitely learned a lot of lessons over the years about sending stuff in during Q4, ranking during Q4 and all of that. So you guys give yourself permission to make mistakes. Give yourself permission to start small if you're new. And, um, and don't be in a rush. I mean, it's okay. Uh, you, you will make sales and what's like, what's the worst that can happen, Dan, you're going to send some stuff in and you might sell some stuff. So don't worry about it. Absolutely. And Dan, uh, because you, you, um, you got into the, the, our sourcing small masterclass, um, you know, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to be much better prepared than a lot of people because you're going to actually be following the data and not using, you know, the, the sourcing tools that everybody else is. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you move quickly, you know, get some stuff from, from AliExpress or, you know, or Alibaba's quick ship or something like that and get it, get it moving really quickly. I mean, technically you could follow up with an order within a couple of weeks if you move really, really quickly and make it uh, into, into Q4 with a proven product that you've tested. So, um, if you move quickly, you could do it, but that's, you know, instead yeah. of watching Netflix every night, you know, that's <laughs> like buckling down and just getting moving, but and it is a great time wanna... to launch. You definitely want to kind of get your stuff, get moving like by no later than the end of October, you want to have your inventory in because it takes Amazon forever to check stuff in and they, they lose a ton of stuff. So yep. uh, just make sure that you're, you know, you're working on that. Like Andy said, yep. eat, sleep, Amazon, right? Exactly. I mean. Right. Okay. So, so the <laughs> next thing, the next thing that we want to mention is, um, I could, you know, Q4 mini launches is what I call them. And so for my top, my top holiday products, um, I'll run a, a mini launch and, you know, you guys are familiar with launches. If you're not, you know, it's just being really aggressive and, and hitting all your different marketing uh, points kind of at the same time to get those keywords boosted, you know, quickly um, to make sure that you're, you're indexed and uh, ranking really well organically, uh, you know, when, when that prime shopping season uh, comes along. So what's, you know, what's, what's a mini launch? Well, that's being really aggressive on, you know, your targeted keywords, that's running offsite traffic to those same targeted targeted keywords using using two-step URLs. Um, you know, if you don't know what that is, you know, you can you can easily do a Google search on that. You know, two-step URL just embeds a keyword so that you get some keyword juice. Um, you know, when you, when you're sending traffic to those to those products, um, and uh, and yeah, so you so so mini launches. You know, if you do any type of promotions or rebates, things like that, that's all encompassing. You know, you want to do just like you would do when you're launching a new product. You want to do that same thing, just on a slightly smaller scale and a little bit more targeted because instead of trying to go for 10 or 20 keywords, you know, go for, you know, your top three. Um, so definitely 
uh, get in and start start running some mini launches. For the launches, um, you know, the, the offsite traffic is what I'm starting to run now. But for the mini launches, like the promotions and things like that, you probably want to wait um, a couple more weeks, like mid-October, beginning of November, uh, to, to really get kind of the best impact for, for those. Just be careful with, you know, Amazon looking at those launches now, uh, you know, under a microscope, make sure you're not giving too many products away at too high a discount. Um, you know, don't exceed what you, you know, say you sell 20 a day of something and you're, you know, you're trying to, trying to boost it, you know, try not to go over 20 a day. The best thing to do is to scale it up, you know, give away or promote or, or 50% off, you know, something for, you know, you start with three, then go to five, then go to seven. In other words, scale it, make it look, um, you know, natural and don't just, you know, send traffic from one source, send it from multiple sources so that it looks natural um, and, and, and all that good stuff. If you have a new account, you also have to be more careful with that. If you uh, have a seasoned account, then you know, you're, you're probably going to have to worry a little bit less. Um, and as you all know, do not ask for reviews. If you're giving any type of discount, that can get you into trouble, especially in follow-up emails. All right, Amy, uh, anything you want to add to that? I think you nailed it. All right. So uh, next we're going to, uh, I've done this before. I even make my own top 10 lists, but this use- This is so cool. Like, yeah, Andy, yeah, how so many you, domains do you own? You could totally make your own top 10 lists. Absolutely. Yeah. So use influencers and top 10 lists and how that works is you reach out to, you know, say you've got- um, you know, like bath bombs is, is the widget is the fidget spinner of holiday, um, gifting ideas. So say you were, you were selling, uh, you know, bath bombs for mom, you know, that's when you would go to like the mommy bloggers. Um, or if you even want to flip the script, go even a little more crazy, um, is go to like a, a hunting blog. It sounds crazy, but, um, you know, it's guys looking for gifts for their wives, which, you know, could also work really well is reach out to those influencers, whether it's blogs, um, a resource for that, um, a good site for that micro influencers, Tomlinson.com. That's a good one. We use that one quite a bit. Um, and reach out and say, Hey, I want to give you some free products. All I want in, a, uh, in return is, you know, include us in a, in a top 10, uh, you know, holiday gifting and they write it, it looks supernatural. It's, uh, it's informative. It's good because it's, 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 value giving value to the you know to the reader it's giving value to the uh, the blogger because they have content to post that's valuable um and you know and technically they can even do you know affiliate links and things like that just make sure that they're disclosing that you know some of the products in the list are you know sponsored um you know you don't want to get in trouble for for you know for that so make sure that that they're they're following fdc guidelines on on that front uh, if you don't know what that is, you know, you just have to put a little blurb at the bottom of the blog, make sure they know that says like, you know, some of these products I've gotten for free or whatever, you have to, you know, make sure that, that they're disclosing that. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.